Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Hey, you know, we both love the National Gallery. We've been to many exhibits there over the years. And, and you know, we I, I know you have said it before and I've said it before. They When they redid that, uh, when they redid that space into the National Gallery from the old Supreme Court, they did a fantastic job. Well, now the there is a landmark exhibit being held there. It's called Ever Present First People's Art of Australia. It is the largest exhibition of Aboriginal and Torres Straits Islander art to travel to Asia. A real rare look at this culture and history of the indigenous peoples of Australia. Uh, And talking to us now about it, giving us a a view, a behind insider's view uh, of that exhibit is Gose Ying, the curator at the National Gallery of Singapore. Good morning, Seying. How are you? Morning. Morning, Glenn. Morning, Neil. Good morning. It's great to have you on because I think this is an absolutely fantastic, fascinating exhibition about the indigenous art of Australia, Australasia. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, sure. As what uh, Glenn was saying, it's a landmark exhibition for us at the National Gallery Singapore. Um, the show itself, uh, the largest of uh, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander art to travel to this part of the world in Asia, has over 170 works and um, by over 150 artists. And so this is the first time um, of such diverse collection, um, world-class collection to come to Singapore. And it spans from painting, sculpture, batik works, um, installation work uh, by contemporary artists and also video. So uh, this is really a wonderful opportunity. The National Gallery partner with uh, two institutions. Uh, one is the National Gallery of Australia in Canberra and the other is hmm. the West Farmers Collection of uh, Australian Art. And uh, from these two sort of like institutions, we brought together uh, this work together to sort of look at not only uh, the history of First Peoples, but also how their art really stemmed from very universal um, and pertinent themes that surround um, issues that are still topical today. So, uh, you know, the relationship to country and landscape, um, about the history and the legacy of colonization, uh, that is also this shared historical experience in Southeast Asia, Um, but also really uh, just discussions about uh, globalization Mm -hmm. and I guess more recently concerns on um, ecological and also Mm -hmm. land management. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're talking to Go Say Ying, the curator at the National Gallery of Singapore, about a new exhibition. It's called Ever Present First People's Art of Australia. It's the largest exhibit of ad- Aboriginal and Torres Strait art. And, and Say Ying, you mentioned a little bit about the, uh, the importance culturally of this art. But visually, uh, I know that Aboriginal art has always struck me as just the vibrant colors. I've seen it when I lived in Australia. It's yeah. extraordinary. And the patterns. And, and Say Ying, what is that? What is it? What does it mean to you in terms of how does it strike you, just the, the visual appeal of, of these artworks that you have? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I've got this question quite a fair bit since the exhibition opened. And I think uh, many a times, uh, the, I suppose, you know, like our first 
uh, impression of uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander art is uh, perhaps our exposure to dot paintings. Right. Um, but I think this exhibition, as I mentioned earlier, really cast the net uh, a lot wider to show that rich diversity of you know their cultural and ceremonial practice, but also that rich histories of uh, the First People. So hmm. uh, we're talking not just of uh, the dot paintings, which is of course a very important sort of movement uh, that came about in the early 1970s. Um, but um, at the same time, we're also looking at amazing collaborative works. For instance, um, you know, quite uh, interestingly, Batik works as well that uh, is featured in this exhibition. Mm, nice. And Batik was, you know, introduced uh, in also in the 1970s in Australia in sort of like remote uh, art centres. Uh, but, you know, this is something quintessentially Southeast Asia medium. We, we see Batik everywhere. But to sort of look at uh, the motifs and the styles that are specific to telling, you know, stories and uh, that are unique to the first people in this medium and to encounter that, it's actually quite uh, fascinating, I suppose, um, uh, uh, interesting thing to 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 hmm. catch as well at this exhibition. Mm-hmm. Well, that is something that genuinely fascinates me. Anyway, historians, anthropologists have talked about the connections between the First People, the Indigenous people of Australia, and of course to the Southeast Asian peoples, the native Southeast Asian peoples. There are a lot of overlaps, a lot of similarities mm. there. Something that you are trying to showcase in the art, which I can't wait to see myself. What are some of those similarities between the histories and the art of Southeast Asia and the first peoples of Australia? So as early as uh, the 18th century itself, there are actually, uh, you know, historical connections between, um, you know, the Makassans and also the North Arnhem Land um, communities. And this connection came from the fact that actually geographically, the distance is not that far. And as early as uh, the 18th century itself, um, traders and seafarers would be uh, camping side by side alongside uh, with the uh, Aboriginal communities to harvest, to cure and to trade uh, sea cucumber, for instance. And this is a fairly important trade until, you know, it was uh, banned uh, by the Australian government in the early 20th century. But this particular connection actually introduces uh, many interesting um, and fascinating, uh, you know, sort of like histories. Hmm. Uh, For instance, you know, the introduction of the buffalo into some of the cultural um, motifs of the bark paintings uh, by the Australians. And so you could really look at that history but even more recently, uh, you know, the connections of the introduction of Batik and the exchange that happened um, in the 80s between um, Batik Studios in Jogjakarta as well as, um, you know, Central Desert uh, Painters, uh, that is also a fascinating, um, I suppose, a connection, a comparison. Um, extending yeah. that further, yeah. so what we're doing for the first time is that we are not just featuring or looking at Southeast Asia and that connection. What we're doing is also we're including uh, works by Aboriginal artists in our permanent collection um, galleries, which is the UOB Southeast Asia galleries. And this is to sort of provoke some questions about, you know, how do we think about modernity um, in Southeast Asia? And what do we think about these sort of... Um, you know, art historical and also his 
uh, social political his, uh, connections. Fantastic. Yeah. How how long will this uh, exhibit go on for? Uh, this exhibition uh, just opened last Friday, and it will run until the twenty fifth of September uh, later this year. Oh, good. So through the school holidays, and and then some. Yes, that's right, and it's um, you know free for all Singaporeans um, and PR. So this is a great opportunity to you know come by and and actually look at this uh, extensive uh, exhibition. So it covers not just the changing exhibition on the level three of the city hall wing, but mm-hmm. it also takes place in the city hall chamber. We have a very special commission by an artist, Richard Bell. Hmm. as well as, as I mentioned earlier, the UOB Southeast Asia Galleries. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. We love the National Gallery. We do. We're, we're yeah. massive supporters of the National yeah. Gallery. I was yeah. a late adoptee, adopter of the National Gallery to my shame, and now I go several times a year. I will definitely 100% yeah. take my daughter along to this. I think it's fantastic. The biggest, as you say, in Asia, fantastic collection. What are some of your personal highlights? What are some of the, the, the works that you like? You know, it's really hard to choose, Neil. Um, I've We've spent the last five weeks installing all these works. It's just really fascinating and actually quite emotional to see some of these works go up. But if I have to make a, a choice, I would say the work at the end of the exhibition in uh, Singtel Gallery 3, which is a soundscape, actually, by uh, a Bijara artist, Christian uh, Thompson, um, is a lullaby that is sung in his language, the Bijara hmm. language. And... What is fascinating is also it talks about the idea of loss and reclamation in that um, at the uh, end of 1970s, the Bijara language was thought to be extinct, you know, just spoken by a handful number of elders. Um, but for a lot of these uh, first people, language is a living thing. And so even if one word is spoken or in this context of the word sung, uh, it's still alive. And in this soundscape that kind of like just spans uh, five and a half minutes, you really get a sense of how the sound fills the gallery with um, Hmm. a lullaby. Yeah. Wonderful. And just to clarify, I know you have answered this question, but we just got one from our listener, uh, Kerry Wee, asking, is the exhibition free for Singaporeans? I believe you said it was, right? Yes, that's right. It's free. So, you know. I mean, just it's pop over, over what do you got to lose? You know? It's free. I mean, National <laughs> yeah. Gallery, they don't just have this. They have other exhibitions at the same time. There's so much to do in one. I get passionate uh, about this because, yeah. you know, Singaporeans often say, oh, there's nothing to do. It is one of the greatest buildings in Singapore Singapore anyway. Its Art Deco design is fantastic. Its interior is Spent spectacular. millions and millions and millions of dollars refurbishing it. They've got exhibitions yeah. like this one. It's beautiful. The biggest in Asia. It's just fabulous. Get down to the National Gallery with your family. You will not be disappointed. The exhibition is called Ever Present First People's Art of Australia. It is the largest exhibition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander art coming to Asia. Go Say Ying, curator at the National Gallery. Thanks for being with us and talking to us about it today on Money FM. Thank you. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.